Cannabis has been legal in the province for over three years now, and nothing has fallen apart, although the OCS, the Ontario Cannabis Store, has been uh, definitely taking some hard knocks for um, not getting their act together as far as becoming uh, the salespeople that they wanted to. The whole goal of um, legalizing marijuana, or one of the big goals, was to put a big dent into the illicit market. And this is some good news. New data shows that sales made through Ontario's legal cannabis channels have overtaken those made through the illicit market for the first time ever. Here to talk about it, Ontario Cannabis Store spokesperson, Daffid Roderick. Welcome to the show, Daffid. Great to have you on. Thanks so much, Kelly. Good morning. How are you? I am fantastic. This is a success story for you guys because, you know, it's been a while coming, three years, and you have had some criticism. Yeah, you know, well, and, you know, I think criticism is very normal and very healthy for, for really what's a new sector. But considering that um, we're, we're just three years in, uh, three years and a couple months uh, into, into the legalization, to be at the 54% mark uh, is, 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 is about, you know, where we hope to be. And I, I think everyone wanted it to happen much more quickly, but you're, you're looking at a very entrenched marketplace um, that has been um, served by, uh, you know, producers uh, from the legacy market and, and, and they have relationships. So it takes time to move people over. And it's a lot of factors that have been part of that success. I love the lingo for guys in their basements playing video games, selling weed, legacy market. It's good. Um, it's I've a billion-dollar it... industry, right? It's you know, wow. if you think about if you think about the, the the market capitalization of the legal market right now in Canada, it's in the billions. So we're half the market. So think it's... think about this is not just people in basements. This is uh, this is a, a very organized business on uh, that that uh, that we're looking to supplant, and uh, you know, I think we're showing some success doing that. But it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, it is a it's it's there. It's a sophisticated. Uh, um, opponent that has market share. So we're, we're, we're working at uh, bringing, bringing people on board to the legal side. I'm sure there are guys right now that have been doing this for a long time thinking, thank you very much. I appreciate you uh, <laughs> acknowledging we're sophisticated. Always uh, who, what you're up against. The second quarter report was that 54.2% of pot purchases made in the province between July and September were linked to legal retailers. When I read that, I thought, well, that's hats off to you. But how do you how can you possibly know that you outsold the illicit market? Right. So what that comes down to is Statistics Canada uh, data on, on on household spending on on, on because they do uh, collect data on household spending on cannabis, uh, the, and then we we compare that household spend and and the and the estimate from Statistics Canada what that marketplace looks like against what our marketplace looks like and what we sold, and that's where we get our data from. Okay, is this online sales or bricks and mortar? Which one is leading no, the pack here? It's, well, it's definitely bricks and mortar is leading the pack, you know, and that's the that's that's been the real key of of, of the success in Ontario is that we have greater access than any other province in, in, in Canada. We've got uh, close to twelve hundred stores at the moment, uh, eleven eleven fifteen at the end of the quarter, and you know ninety six percent of sales are happening inside those stores. So um, those retailers are just doing a, a great job, and they've done an amazing job of, of keeping going despite you know, the necessary closures during the pandemic and uh, all those uh, different obstacles that every retail um, uh, outlet in, uh, in Canada has faced around the world. A few months ago, I know that the OCS was being criticized for not having um, an adequate supply of products in their stores and online. Have you addressed that at all? 
You know, I think it's 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 about uh, maturation of the industry. We we have relationships with with more licensed producers than than any other uh, you know, wholesaler retailer in Canada. Um, the availability of product ebbs and flows, and and you know when there there are products that uh, have been incredibly popular this year, and they sold very quickly. And some of those products are from you know smaller, uh, more boutique producers. So it's it's uh, once once all those plants are harvested, dried, packaged, and sold, it takes time for that that cycle to refill. But I, I think as the industry matures, that's that's going to even out a lot. I don't want to spring a year-end list here on you uh, out of the blue, but what products are you talking about? What are really selling well? You know, in in the the availability issues have been tended to be more in the dried flower category. Uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to name check for you. Are those you, smokables? But, uh, yeah, smoke. Yeah, so dried flower is, represents well over fifty percent of sales, and so you've seen uh, you know the, the, that that product has done very well. Edibles have have grown in, in popularity. Uh, a, a great deal um, pre-roll packages, so you know where where the where the flour is already uh, rolled uh, have been for the lazy pot smoker popular. among us. Yeah, ex- well, you know, and, and for 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 the just the sheer convenience, you know. So it's uh, listen. It, it's, it will help you when you go to make sushi rolls. I don't know how I know. <laughs> An older boy may have told me that. <laughs> you just need one of those little straw mat rollers. Well, yeah, that does help. But I'm telling you, if you have other skill sets, they help. It's a cross-docking skill set. I like it. That's right. Um, So do we have a breakdown of uh, men and women when it comes to uh, use of dried flour and edibles? Because I seem to think anecdotally that a lot of women are doing the edibles. You know, I think I, I think our, our 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 customer data would would back that up. Is that uh, the, the dried flour does does tend to skew more male, um, and and uh, you know in that in that sort of twenty five to to forty five bracket. Uh, so you know you're you're not you're not wrong, but you know you were seeing the emergence at least on uh, OCS.ca of a, a lot of CBD products are selling, and those are those come in pretty much every form factor um, from edibles to drops to drinks. Uh, to to dried flour and, and and I think there's a there's you know an emergence of of that uh, you know, wellness marketplace that that we all thought would come along. Well, David, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, giving us the latest on how well the OCS is doing. You've got a, a long way to go, but um, you're making a dent. Yeah, and you know those 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 you know private retailers and businesses employing you know uh, well over ten thousand uh, Ontarians in, in good legal uh, businesses are uh, they're, they're the ones doing the real work, and we're just happy to support them. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Cheers. OCS spokesman Daffod Roderick.